Good morning, and welcome to episode one of Thoughts from the Threshold, A Course in Miracles podcast. It's Tuesday, the 14th of September, 2021, and I'm your host, Eric Stone, broadcasting from the seaside somewhere in time and space. This morning we read and consider from the text of A Course in Miracles, chapter 18, The Dream and the Reality and we look closely at the delusional thought system which is generated by fear. This is A Course in Miracles. Are you my loving thoughts? (laughs) What is a loving thought? In simplest terms, what is a loving thought? A thought that makes you smile. That works. A thought that makes happy? Yeah, Yeah, that works. Do you all make one another happy? That's a loving thought. I was looking at this this morning because yesterday, I listened to yesterday's morning session like four or five times because I was editing it. And I realized that guy, that guy yelling and screaming is not me. That's not me. That's not what I want to do. That's not even, it doesn't even represent what I am. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> Why does it come to that? Why does it come to a frustrated attempt to convince others that the alternative is real, that God is real, that love is real, that communion is real, that community is real, that creation is real, that peace is real, perfect peace is real. And I was looking at like the history of Source Temple. You remember, you were at the beginning there. It began with a simple attempt to share the state wherein which all of those qualities I just mentioned are self-evident. That's me. That's the me that I know. That's the me that I remember, the one that is enjoying that state and who has attempted from the beginning of Source Temple and prior to the thought of Source Temple, way back. Sharing that state was my mission. And it seems simple enough. Why? Because... I'm in that state, unwavering, clearly there, always only. And then we look at the idea of time. Time is, first and foremost, the denial of that state. That's what time is. It denies the state that I am. Holy moly, what kind of assignment is that? I really thought it was going to be easy. You know my story from the beginning. When I first returned, I thought this is going to be simple because it's self-evident. There's nothing preventing the knowing of it. It is always already. I mean, before I even knew Da's language, it was clear to me that the state that I bring is the state that is always already the case. It is inherently 
free of obstacle, conflict, frustration. It's free of all of those qualities. It's open and extending. It's creative. It's loving. And just seeks to share that condition, that universal state of, let's call it liberation, freedom. It seeks to extend by its very nature. It's called creation. So when I first returned from that state into the apparent denial of that state, I assumed it was easy because I brought the state with me. Okay, you got it. But Lavanya, who was the first one I ran into after my return, looked at me and asked me to take out the garbage or something, I forget. <laughs> She, had, she saw absolutely no change. Uh-oh. This may not be as easy as I thought. And it was kind of downhill from there. You know the next one I call? Who knows the next one I call? Well, oh, yeah, after messages. Liberty. Liberty. She's come calling her. This morning I called her again. I wrote her a note and said, what are you waiting for? This is a vehicle of ascension. And it was the same with her. She started talking to me about Arya. And I said, I'm trying to save Arya. Right now, Arya's gonna go through an episode and I'm trying to save her that. And all you have to do, Lib, is forgive me. All you have to do. I can remember the conversation almost word for word. Is that still the case? It's only about forgiveness. I want to look at the real world with you for a moment. Liberty's as welcome now as she was in that phone call that I made in 2003. Exactly as welcome. Nothing has changed. The only requirement is what, class? Forgiveness. That's it. That's the requirement. It's that simple. Forgiveness generates a state that Jesus calls the real world. It's the bridge from time to eternity. Everyone must cross that bridge. And the inherent quality of that bridge is peace. Because not to is peace. And atonement is not to. Yes, at one is not to. And at one and forgiveness are the same thing. This is the state that I've been trying to share. I have accepted at one for myself through faith, it occurred through absolute faith and surrender to God. Even though I had no idea what that was going to look like, I had no idea, but I had run out of options. That's all, it was that simple. So I'm looking for those who are available. Those who have run out of options are the only ones that are available. And you never know from one moment to the next when one will run out of options. Because it could happen just like that. It could be like what happened yesterday, for instance. That frustration is that sit. I've run out of options. Into your hands. Jesus is also very clear about this. He says, in the end, there's nothing left of conditional existence except the Son calling on the Father. That's all that's left. That gesture of complete and utter surrender.
I listened to a we listened to a couple of talks by Da last night from the early days, 78. And that's all he talks about. He doesn't even call attention to his body form. He talks about surrender to God. The whole process is nothing but a moment by moment surrender to the living God. And not making the distinction between some other realm and this one. No differences. That's the entire process, entire practice. In other words, this is already the astral realm, but you seem to manage it well physically. Well, then you are managing it well in consciousness. There's no difference. This is how I can tell. There's perfect transparency, and I just look at how you're managing the realm that is all around you, and then I see how you're doing in consciousness. It, it's a direct correlation. Does that make me omnipotent? I'm, I'm in a disposition where I can see what is self-evident. Everything is out in the open, nothing is hiding. That's called the real world. And I'm inviting everyone to join me there. And, and there's still a residual tendency to project. I mean, obviously, we wouldn't still be making this appearance. This is where the work is being done. It's where it needs to be done. What does it look like? It looks like all of the reflections that are coming back to us. It looks like that. The world is an outward picture of an inward condition. Do you, do you know this from Jesus? So you can see residual traces of egoic activity in the conflict of the world. You can see that. But it has no effect on you because you know it's only that. It's like traces that are just being purified. It's the best way to look at it. And your function is to stand in the middle of all of that and allow those to be purified, unmoved. How? By faith. This is exactly what happened to me when the old man led me out. The, all I had was my faith in the old man. That's all I had. I had nothing else. I was like, oh, this is terrifying. You know, the world was literally dissolving all around me. And without my faith in the old man to bridge that gap, it was terrifying. But by that time, my faith had become perfected. I saw clearly who that was and how trustworthy that one was. Now, I'm, I'm praying that that's the case in our relationship. I'm praying that I have become so trustworthy that you're willing to follow me anywhere. And by me, I'm talking about this movement out of time, because that's all that I am. All that I am is a movement out of time. I was a movement in time, and now a movement out of time. Coming and going. That's it, that's all that's happened. I'm doing that all the time. I've been doing it since day one. That's all I've been doing. I've been coming and going. Coming, frustration, going. Coming, frustration, going. Coming, a little more success, going. Coming, a little more success, going. Now, for those in time, that seemed like a long time. For me, 
coming and going all of the time? It's the same instant. Because there's only one thing going on, coming and going, coming, going, coming, going. This is why the decision is being made every instant. Crucifixion, resurrection, body identification, spirit identification. It's going on all of the time. And so what if it manifests as this? I'm perfectly safe because my faith in you is perfect. And my faith in you is perfect because I'm of the lineage of that perfect faith. Jesus has perfect faith in you. Jesus has perfect faith in me. The old man had perfect faith in Jesus. It's just that lineage. Now, it's true that we're moving beyond all symbols. Even the final one, which is forgiveness or the state of grace or the happy dream. We're moving beyond all of that. Still this real world generated by our forgiveness of one another is a necessary element or a necessary step or a necessary transitional place. No one is denying that here. Least of all me, because I know. Without that, it's terrifying. But still, and I'm going to go back. From the beginning, I've been sharing this state where in which everything is already okay. Already. It begins okay. There's nothing to fear. So this, this is from birthplace I, in the introduction. As the physical bridge is stabilized, because we have demonstrated that this bridge from time to eternity, this state of grace, this transitional place, is physical. In other words, it appears as a context. We've, yes, we've established that, and it's clear in our own minds that the state of grace is not some abstraction. It appears as the context where in which I find myself. What are we doing? We're retraining the cells. It's another way to teach it. We're giving the cells, and Da said this in the video last night, you're not getting out of here until every cell is light. Every cell. So it's exactly what we're doing. You appear before me as a cellular construct or as a conglomeration of cells, and you are purified. Now he says, Da says, in the beginning it's fire because of the tapas and everything that's burning away all of the potential. But in the end, it's light. It's just light. Perfect clarity, perfect transparency, perfect understanding, which need not be translated into words. It's self-evident. We share that knowledge. Ah, I get it. Everything is already okay. If I don't bring up the past, everything is okay. If I allow everything to be always only okay, or the miracle to be always only the case, I won't struggle anymore. I say here, the physical bridge, as it's stabilized, makes it easier for others to cross. That's the point of this. We are a demonstration of the possibility of crossing over. Do only this. How do you cross over? Do only this. Gather and forgive one another. Do only this. Use 
a reference which is true and self-evidently true and rely only on that. Rely only on A Course in Miracles. Rely only on A Course in Miracles. The answer is always here. We are beginning to gather on the other side of the bridge. Are you okay with that? We're gathering on the other side of the bridge. We've already crossed over. Can you give me at least that? I mean, you've, you know that you've crossed over. You can feel it. It's like Moses leading you out of the desert. A little bit. Great exodus. Yes? We're gathering on the other side where there is only, this is what happens on the other side of the bridge, there is only recognition of one another as light and as love. That's what's happening on the other side. Now, as you look around, is that what you see? Do you recognize one another beyond the body as light and love? Or as an energy consciousness even? I mean, say it any way you like, but you understand that there's something spiritual going on. We have thereby succeeded in stabilizing what Jesus calls the real world. I wrote this 15 years ago, it doesn't matter. It's happening now. We've stabilized the real world, which is referred to in this book as the threshold identity, and which is love. Now, we're looking at the idea that the two worlds don't meet, and yet your function is to bring the illusion to truth. That's your function. And yet the two worlds don't meet. So how are we going to... So this will come in the form of like an instruction on, about how to do that from, from Jesus. You know? Because there's no peace unless the two are reconciled. Everyone understands that, yes? There's no peace unless the two worlds are reconciled. It doesn't matter that one is real and the other is unreal. Doesn't matter. They still have to be reconciled because illusions are as strong in their effects as is the truth. And you will suffer from the belief in and the association with illusions. You will suffer from that. Just as you suffer when you read the headlines and you see that there's chaos everywhere. That's a form of suffering. Any form of dis-ease is suffering. Any form, whether it's physical or emotional or just a knot in the belly, that's sufficient. Have you noticed? Sometimes all you have to do is look at the context and you, there's a knot in the belly. You're dealing with it already. Oh, you're standing in front of another, you don't know what you, and there's a knot. Self-contraction. Fear. Unless and until that is wholly trans, there's never another instant of that. There's work to be done. Do you see what I mean by a constant identification? It has to be done moment by moment. That not has to be examined and transcended, understood and transcended. There's nothing to fear. He is with me. Therefore, I trust the context. Not only do I trust him, I trust the context that's being generated around him. That would be our message to anyone. And I can see the effects for myself. It's clear to me that I am safe in this context. It's clear to me that I am in good company in this context. I don't, I'm not being convinced of something. It's clear to me that that's the case. Yeah, we're from all over. I keep forgetting that. We're like, we share the same hometown.
how impossible is that? I, yeah, I, I know you know. <laughs> Aubrey was moved by your confession. That's not a little thing. Thank you for that. Thank you. Because we're trying to keep that channel open. Because it's good to have friends. Isn't it? It's good to have friends who see you. Now that begins with, again, our faith in one another. No one's going to see us if we don't have faith in one another. If our faith is not perfect, who's going to see us? There's room for not seeing us because we're not seeing one another. Okay. Are we clear? That's the vehicle and the nature of the vehicle. We all have to be on the same page with that. Otherwise, okay. now everyone has different function, of course. It's a continuum, yes. With perfect faith, vision shows you that everyone is in their place, and that's all there is to say about it. Everyone is in their place, awakening is happening. There's a, an open channel for this descent of grace. It will heal the world. I need do nothing except remain in that state. And I've been demonstrating that since 2003. I need do nothing but remain in that state. Everything else will take care of itself. It's going to look like a picture. Yes, it's going to be a mess. Yes. But in the end, it's going to be okay. All you're doing is picking up a sampling. It's like in a Petri dish. You take a little sample of humanity and you drop it into a Petri dish and it does what it does. You know what it does until it's exhausted, until it's exhausted its potential and then it surrenders. I hate to reduce the history of humanity to that, but that's essentially what it is, a little spot in a Petri dish. It's nothing greater than that. Be grateful. You can let it go. This is from chapter 18, The Dream and the Reality. And I begin with the delusional thought system. Just a couple of thoughts from there. From the world of bodies made by insanity, insane messages seem to return to the mind which made it. From the world of bodies made by insanity, insane messages seem to be returned to the mind which made this world of bodies. And these messages bear witness to this world, pronouncing it as true. For you sent forth these messages to bring this back to you. The world is a, an outward picture of an inward condition. Exactly. That's called accepting atonement for yourself. I've looked at the world and I see clearly it's an outward picture of an inward condition. I can find evidence there, right there. I don't have to go anywhere, right in my own backyard, right in my own mind. I can find all of the evidence I need that shows me the world is only a picture of an inward state. I can see it. The body will remain guilt's messenger and will act as it directs as long as you believe that guilt is real. So for as long as you believe that separation is real, the body will remain separation's messenger, justifying sin and guilt. For the reality of guilt is the illusion which seems to make the body heavy and opaque, impenetrable, and a real foundation for the ego's 
thought system, giving reality to guilt, makes the body substantial. Giving so you're sending messages of separation to the cells. So now the cells are separate from one another, which means the cells are in conflict already. From there, it extends forever. Its thinness, its nothingness, and its transparency are not apparent until you see the light behind it. And then you see it as only a fragile veil before the light. This heavy seeming barrier, this artificial floor which looks like rock, is like a bank of low dark clouds that seems to be a solid wall before the sun. Its impenetrable appearance is wholly an illusion. It gives way softly to the mountaintops which rise above it and has no power at all to hold back anyone willing to climb above it and see the sun. I love this. It is not strong enough to stop a button's fall. Drop a button. It's not strong enough to stop its fall. It seems so solid, substantial, ghostly imagery. A hologram. Let's call it a hologram. There's nothing negative or positive about it. It's simply a hologram. It's light, in other words. Not even negative until it's made substantial and then deemed an obstacle. Once it's made substantial, it's considered to be an obstacle that has to be surmounted. Then it becomes negative. It becomes life negative, because that's not what life is. There's nothing to surmount. It's artificial, it's superimposed, it's made up, it's not true. There is no obstacle that has not already been transcended. Just like there's no problem that has not already been solved. That's all I know. And I know the waiting is not necessary. That's all I know. There is no problem. It's already been solved. Join me there. Let's stabilize that place and give that place away to those who still see a problem. Look at the world. It's nothing but problem. That's all it is. Everywhere you look now, more and more, there's no safe place to avoid the problem. Soon you will need a passport to buy food, a vaccine passport to buy food. Soon you may, you may not even have access to your money much longer. Your money actually now, the thinking of the banking industry is that your money belongs to the bank. Doesn't belong to you. Read about it. You'll see all the economists are talking about it. Your money isn't even your own anymore. That's why all the rich guys are buying up properties because property is the only currency now. Your money is about to become useless. It's going to be how much of the resources do you own so you can be the distributor, you know? I'm just looking at the insanity of a, a world founded upon guilt. I saw some news that says that you won't be able to have banking services if you are not vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, that's about three days away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, it's like a bank of clouds. It has, it's, it's completely insubstantial. All of that is completely, completely absent. It's not even going on. 
It's just sustained or retained in memory and it's having an effect. It's having an effect on you physically. Mm. You can feel the knot associated with those scumbags. There's contraction involved. Are they scumbags? Yeah, but they're not real. They can be easily, you can, they can't stop a button's fall with any of the demons that you're dealing with. You give them all the, it's like monsters under the bed. You give them all the reality that they have. That's what he's trying to say. There's another world beneath all of that. Try to touch it and it disappears. Attempt to grasp it and your hand holds nothing. That's how insubstantial these thoughts actually are, as they appear. You will not bruise yourself against them traveling through. You will not bruise yourself traveling through. Allow your guide to teach you their unsubstantial nature as he leads you past them. For beneath them is a world of light whereupon they cast no shadow. This world of light, this circle of brightness, is the real world where guilt meets forgiveness. Here, the world outside is seen anew without the shadow of guilt upon it. Here are you forgiven, for here you have forgiven everyone. Here is the new perception where everything is bright and shining with innocence, washed in the waters of forgiveness, and cleansed of every evil thought you laid upon it. Here is no attack upon the Son of God, and you are welcome. Here is your innocence, waiting to clothe you and protect you, and make you ready for the final step in the journey inward. Here are the dark and heavy garments of guilt laid by and gently replaced by purity and love. Yet even forgiveness is not the end. Forgiveness does make lovely, does make beautiful, but it does not create. It is the source of healing and it is the messenger of love, but not its source. Here you are led that God himself can take the final step unhindered. For here does nothing interfere with love, allowing it to be itself. This is surrender now. Absolute surrender. A step beyond this holy place, a step still further inward, but the one you cannot take transports you to something completely different. Here is the source of light, where nothing is perceived, forgiven, or even transformed. It is merely known. Now comes the passing of the dream. This course will lead to knowledge, or that which is known. But knowledge itself is still beyond the scope of our curriculum. Nor is there any need for us to try to speak of what must forever lie beyond words. We need remember only, ready, listen. We need to remember 
that whoever attains the real world beyond which learning cannot go, whoever attains the real world will go beyond it, but in a different way. Where learning ends, there God begins. Where learning ends, there God begins. For learning ends before him who is complete, where he begins and where there is no end. Learning ends before that which is complete, where it begins and where there is no end. It is not for us to dwell on what cannot be attained. There is too much to learn. The readiness for knowledge must still be attained. Love is not learned. Its meaning lies in itself. And learning ends when you have recognized all that love is not. That is the interference. That is what needs to be undone. Love is not learned because there never was a time in which you knew it not. Learning is useless in the presence of your Creator, whose acknowledgement of you and yours of Him so far transcend all learning that everything you learned is absolutely meaningless. Replaced forever, here's the new memory, by the knowledge of love and its one and only meaning. This is the new cellular memory that's being suffused into the cells. Your relationship has been uprooted, uprooted from the world of shadows. Your relationship has been uprooted from the world of shadows and its unholy purpose has been safely brought through the barriers of guilt, washed with forgiveness, and set shining and firmly rooted in the world of light. From there, it calls you to follow the course it took, lifted high above the darkness, and gently placed before the gates of heaven. The holy instant in which you were united is but the messenger of love, sent from beyond forgiveness to remind you of all that lies beyond it. Yet it is through forgiveness that it will be remembered. It is through forgiveness that it will be remembered. And when the memory of God has come to you in the holy place of forgiveness, you will remember nothing else. And memory itself will be as useless as learning. Memory will be as useless as learning. For your only purpose then will be creating. Yet this you cannot know until every perception has been cleansed and purified and finally removed forever. Forgiveness removes only what is untrue, lifting the shadows from the world and carrying it safe and sure within its gentleness to the bright world of new and clean 
perception. There is your purpose now. And it is there that peace awaits you. Amen. This is the word of God. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Thoughts from the Threshold and that it's useful to you in your journey through time and space. We will continue to broadcast regularly from our sanctuary here at God's End, and we welcome one and all to join us in God's name and in our own as we journey together from time to eternity. Until next time, all glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to all those who share God's will. This is your host, Eric Stone, sending love and blessings from all of us here in the holy place, set in time, but yielding only to that which is eternal and eternally wonderful. May God bless us all.